Welcome to our uh, super secretive mint in box, extra expensive expansion pack episode. Wait, you opened this? You just ah. depreciated the value. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's done. It's worth nothing now. Yeah, we. Uh, this is this is kind of like a spinoff, I guess, of our uh, of our games that we lost episode. But we decided to do uh, a holy grail episode of sorts. Uh, I, I focused it on games that I haven't actually played and haven't. Well, I guess one of them's kind of it still works. It's stuff that I haven't played, but it's like yeah, expensive games that I that I will never buy because they're too expensive and stuff and stuff like that and 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 all of them kind of I guess the systems that go with them are sort of a given, mm. you know, because uh, I don't have the systems that I could actually play them on. But that that's what we were that's kind of what we were going for like stuff we always wanted to play yeah. but, but couldn't couldn't afford. I dreamed of Holy Grails. I opened mine up to, to to also you know gaming tchotchkes and whatever gaming related thing that I just want. That's what I did too. Sure, yeah, it can be it can be whatever. And uh, yeah, I, I guess I I kind of just like look for games that I there are games that I've looked for for years that I just never got because they were too expensive. Especially one of them on there was I always wanted to play it, but I just became really expensive really early, even before the pandemic. Yeah, for me, uh, I was thinking of like my house, like it was an Animal Crossing house, what I could decorate it with that would look cool what i would want to add to that so i got very i, I dreamed big <laughs> so it's like we were talking I, about on the on the other Mr. Episode, Miyamoto, like, i said uh, i want him for my house no, like arc like arcade like arcade systems <laughs> and all that of course <laughs> of course yeah i mean i mean we kind of did we kind of did an episode about like uh gaming setups and stuff like that i guess i guess we know never- the galloping ghost a couple of days ago so yeah i mean yeah. i would yeah i would mention in the other episode but yeah i always wanted to have at least like one arcade game and if i can only have one i would get that spider-man game mm-hmm. just just because it's just i, I like i like that game and you never really see it anywhere and it's it was never re it was never released on anything either like it was never and it, you can it, only play it in arcades yeah you can only play it in arcades it was never there was never a home console version of it so who made that game sega sega yeah that's the Sega. it's game. so weird that it's not been re-released i mean Spider-Man is super popular, of course. I was, Sega's still around. Like, what's keeping them? Yeah, I was trying to find it. Actually, it was how I discovered one of the games on my list, actually. But I was trying to see if it was ever released, because I remember at one of the Midwest Gaming Classics that we went to, it, it, was, it was playable on, like, a Sega Saturn or something like that. But I don't think I don't think it was ever officially released. I don't know how they got it to... They might, must have been, like, a ROM or something like that that they were playing on it. But as far as I could tell, according to Wikipedia, it says it was never released anywhere other than arcades. So, so yeah, there was no home call, no home console version. No, but uh, this, you know, I'm sure this is Patreon, so everybody knows who we are. But we can introduce ourselves anyway, I guess. I'm Trey. Still has COVID, as you can tell, Johnson. I'm Jeremy. Uh, cats all around me, Mikowski. I'm John. Uh, no cats. Yes, COVID. I got the worst of the two. Oh, <laughs> Jeremy has great voice. Mikowski and the rest of us are like, uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, <right. laughs> we, have our, we have our gravelly voice and your voice is still, is still there. You can do so. your best to just gravel it up a little bit, Jeremy. <laughs> In a world without voices. Yeah. <laughs> go get some, go get some cigars or something. Keep going. I put, I mean, and I, I left, I left one on my, on my brainstorming one that I thought you might want to use Jeremy, but I guess you didn't. So we can still mention that one. Yeah. I threw it on my brainstorming as well. Cause I think that's just. It's kind of a given. I think we've talked about it enough. Yeah, I mean, I figured that would be the one that would just be would just be in there. But yeah, let's. I guess we could we can get started with our with our list of uh, of games that we haven't played and want to play that are expensive. Uh, I'll start uh, one. I, I know we've talked about this before on other shows or Patreons or whatever, but 
I would love to have a, a working Sega Saturn someday because the Sega Saturn had some cool RPGs on there from, from what I heard. And one of them that's the first one on my list here is Legend of Oasis, which is the sequel to Beyond Oasis, which Beyond Oasis was a great game on Sega Genesis, which I really enjoyed. I play it. I played it on the virtual console on the Wii when it came out and it's great. It's like a top down Zelda like style game. And it's really cool. And, That's cool. and apparently Legend of Oasis is great, too. That Apparently they kind of went with uh, Link's Awakening and just ran with it in, in, uh, in the Oasis world. So it'd be fun to play. And from what I can tell, it was never re-released on anything. So if you want to get it, you gotta you got to shell out that hundred-some dollars, $169.50 is what I found it for on yeah. eBay. So that's, that's a pretty, I mean, for me, anything that's over a hundred dollars is a game that I, that I don't want to, especially one that I've never played, but yeah, those Sega Saturn games are pretty, are pretty pricey from what, from what I've seen, but it would be, it would be really cool to play it. And yeah, Beyond Oasis was great. The first one. So I would like to, I would like to check it out. Is that one on uh, the Genesis virtual, co- whatever we call it now. Um, Beyond, Beyond Oasis. So, I th- is that one on there? I yet? don't think it's, it's on. Not, it's not on the Nintendo on Switch the Online. Classics collection. It might be on the Classics it, collection. It is on there. Yeah, I played it on there. Yeah, you should play. That's a cool I, game. I mean, you should play it. It's good. I, I played it all the way through, all the way to the end, because I liked it nice. that much. And I think it's it's got a cool soundtrack. It's got some it's got some cool looking like anime looking cutscenes in there, which is great, you know. And I, I thought it looked really good. For, for a Genesis game. And yeah, and, and, and it had a, had a lot of cool like stuff that you unlock. I, I think you have like an arm thing that you get attachments for that, that does different things. That's kind of how you how you get your like uh, various items and stuff that in the dungeons that would you that you use on different things to unlock whatever. So but as far as I can tell, the second one never came out on anything. Like I'm looking at it right now and it says that Yeah, it says it was just released for Sega Saturn. Uh, according to Wikipedia, so that's really a shame. With all of these, like, <laughs> with all these Sega games, all these Sega collection games, why the and with with Beyond Oasis being on a lot of them, why can we not play the the sequel to Legend of Oasis? And I feel like I only just, I feel like I only just realized that this was a that this was a game not that long ago, maybe like a year ago, that there was a sequel. And I, was I didn't like, know there was a sequel. And I was like, what the fuck, man? I want I want to play that game, but the 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 elusive Sega Ooh, uh- Saturn. Is it a uh, is Oasis is a, a Sega game like a Sega published game or I believe so I think so uh, yeah the well the original oh Yuzo, Yuzo Koshiro was the uh, producer the uh, the immortal writer of the wonderful Streets of Rage soundtrack because there's something else we're gonna bring up later but this particular game the reason they say it hasn't come out is because they lost the original like file like they don't have the code for it anymore. So I wonder oh, if yeah, maybe. maybe something similar happened to this where like they'd have to redo it from the ground up because they've actually lost the original code. Possibly. I don't know. I'm just speculating. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it was it was a Sega property. I felt like it was Sega's answer to Legend of Zelda was, was Beyond Oasis. Mm-hmm. And that's probably why I liked it. But I mean, I've talked about it before, like when having the virtual console on the Wii was so great, especially having Sega games on there for me because... There were all these games that I never played before because I didn't have a Sega. So it was like this, you know, it's like being a kid again. It's like, oh, I have this 16-bit system that I have access to and I can play like Beyond Oasis and Fantasy Star 4. And those were like those were like my two big games that I really liked was Fantasy Star 4 and, and Beyond Oasis. 
where where I came out being like, wow, these games are really good. Here's like some really good like RPG style games for for uh, the Genesis that I just completely missed, especially you know, especially Fantasy Star Four. I felt like that that game stood tall with with the Final Fantasies and the Dragon Quests of the time and all that. It's nice to find like a really awesome like sprite based RPG from the '90s that you didn't know about. You know, yeah, I need to get back into that. I stopped playing it, but yeah, you you should. I was, I was getting great. into it. Yeah, yeah, you were having a great time with it. It's too bad, you, too bad you uh, you fell off. But got it. Now is the time, and this time mm-hmm. of year is where there's like no games, and it's you got to pick up those old ones and try to get back to them. But I guess that's all I can say about Legend of Oasis because I never played it. But I would love to, and it's I guess it's a it's a prequel. It's a prequel to the original one, so I don't know what that means. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why it didn't come out. Still produced by Yuzo, Yuzo Koshiro and the soundtrack by Yuzo Koshiro, which means it will be great. So yeah, I don't know. Get get with that Sega. Get get us get us a Sega Saturn on a Nintendo Switch Online. That would be that would be amazing. Oh man, that would be so cool. Yeah, that's. I mean, I feel like maybe they maybe they don't. I don't know. Maybe they're ashamed of the Saturn in some ways since it was the beginning of the end for Sega. But I would like to see some of those. I don't. I don't have this on my list, but I, I remember this being a big uh, controversial thing when the uh, when the Grandia collection came out. Because because mm. supposedly Grandia one on Sega Saturn is is the better is the better one that everybody wanted, and they were mad that the one on the Grandia collection is based off the PlayStation one Grandia one, and not the Sega Saturn one. So there was a whole thing about that where people getting all like pissed off that they didn't do the proper. They wanted an emulation of the Sega Saturn version of it. So that were was supposed to be the best the best Grandia from what I heard. So that's another that's another like great RPG that's in the Sega Saturn world, and you can you know you can play it on the on the Switch, but you you have the PS One version, and I guess the way the the way like the polygon effects and stuff were done were much better on Saturn or whatever it was. Some something some 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 part of it like looked better. Maybe the loading was quicker. I don't know. People wanted the Saturn version and not the not the PlayStation One version. And I mean, it was probably yeah, yeah built for the Saturn, so it didn't convert well. Yeah, so it was weird that even in that even in that re-release of Grandia, it was still not the Sega Saturn version. So it's like I know what I mean. What what do we have from Sega Saturn that you can play uh, Sonic Kaiser. R? <laughs> no, I mean like that you can actually play on something. What, what is the regular the regular um, dragon thing? Was that was a Saturn game too? Right, just regular. Yeah, the dragon. dragon. Okay, it is a remake that we have on the Switch, but it is the original game. Yeah. So, so there's so there are some things. That that should be a whole thing. I guess we could do a whole episode about that. Just there like just like Saturn on, games uh, and what didn't what didn't come out. They were re-released nights on. I think it was Xbox 360. I don't think they did on the the Wii. They did the sequel on the Wii, but yeah. I think the original nights. I'm pretty sure I have it on my 360. Like it was really cheap. Yeah, bring back the Saturn. Bring back Dreamcast too. I have a. I have the Knights game on Switch. I bought it. I bought it from Disc Replay for two dollars, and I never played it. Or no, not on There's Switch. There's a Knights the, game on Switch? Not not Switch. The Wii, the Wii one is Wii. what I meant. Yeah, yeah, that's a terrible game. The Wii one that's really bad. I bought it for a couple dollars and I never played it because, mm-hmm. you know, I heard it was really, really, really bad. I mean, the original game ain't that great. It just looks really... I think the visual style of it is the best part. For sure. And the music, of course. Well, I said I was dreaming big, so I actually went in order of <laughs> what was like possible to have someday. Or at least at this point in time, because who knows how prices will change in the next however many years. But uh, yeah, 
we were talking about this a little bit last night uh, on our actual <laughs> episode. But oh, yeah, there it is. The Resident <laughs> Evil Chainsaw Controller. I would like it to be for the GameCube. Uh, when this came out, I remember making fun of it a lot, and even now, it's it's ridiculous and stupid, and it's it's probably even more useless than the slime controller. Yeah, I was gonna say it's, it's, like it, weird... it, it reminds me of the of the Dragon Quest slime controller, which is like so stupid, and and I would mm-hmm. never want to use it. But if you put it upside down, it looks like a slime, so it's cute. <laughs> you know? Yeah, this just looks like a bloody chainsaw, no matter how you look at it. And uh, that's okay, though. I mean, but yeah, now knowing what I know now, you know, what in 2005, right? So 16, 17 years ago, whatever it was when Resident Evil 4 came out, I didn't think I would be as into it as I am now. You know, I never would have thought that two decades later, I'd be like, Resident Evil 4 is one of my favorite games, but it really is. I've played through it so many damn times. I've got on the Switch and I think it was last year I played through it like three times. Maybe it was the year before just three times in a row just you know it, it gets more fun the more op you get sure yeah and and so yeah i don't know i would love to try to play through it with the, the chainsaw controller it'd be just so stupid it'll be fun though right <laughs> it would be fun like to try it in a different way yeah it looks so it'd also be fun to try non-resident evil games like games that absolutely weren't meant for a chainsaw mm-hmm. controller like mario you know kirby's air ride <laughs> <laughs> Play something like extra cute, like Kirby's Air Ride or something with that with that chainsaw. Luigi's controller. Mansion with a chainsaw would be pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at Why it. Right? Are you scared? Luigi yesterday a was as it happened yesterday was the anniversary of the release date of the chainsaw. Oh, January 11th. It just hit 22. Yep. Wow. Oh, oh, of uh, oh, Resident Evil 4. Resident Guys, Evil 4, don't yeah. let that chainsaw controller drink. I know it's old enough, but <laughs> it's it's literally a weapon. I'm looking at the chainsaw uh, right now, and it's like, where are the L and R buttons? That's what I want to know. Or I guess it's the triggers. Is that how it works? It looks like so. It looks like so uncomfortable to use. It does not look like something that you want to like use for more than five minutes. <laughs> a video of somebody using that controller. I, I think I've I th- never seen it in action. I think there's like triggers because it's weird because it has like a kind of a cross thing where you like hold them on the side like this. So maybe that, maybe the analog triggers are under here. Cause I see there's also like a button on the side. Maybe that's where the Z button is, but it's like, okay, it's weird. Yeah. And you have like the C stick on the left side. Yeah. It's really weird. I'm <laughs> just trying to, and you have the, I guess, I guess it would make the, the touchpad a little bit better, but yeah. What the fuck, man? Yeah. It's pretty dumb. But yeah. It's, I mean, it's a pretty it, dumb $500 controller though. You know, it's expensive. Well, I but. saw uh, recently someone bought it for three fifty. Buy it now. It was used, but you can get it for as low as two hundred if you're willing to hang out and bid on it. Mm-hmm. At least that's what it says on completed listings. So, you know, it's not completely out of the realm of, the, of possibility. I might get this someday, but it's going to have to be like, I don't know. I'm going to need some kind of pretty big windfall to justify buying this. Yeah, it would have to be like there's one. There's one of these things on my list that I would like to buy someday. Like I'm planning on doing it eventually, but it's not going to be till I have some extra multitude of cash or something like that. I'm not just going to go do it on a whim. But in in the uh, just just because I was looking at 64 controllers, and there's another one that's really pricey. The um, the keyboard the keyboard GameCube controller is pretty amazing too, and that I see that selling for like two hundred dollars. That was uh, for Fantasy Star, right? Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, the SE the SE keyboard controller. It's I'm so, somebody selling it for two twenty five, but it's just like it looks. In so the game, the keyboard and the modem that might be the most expensive GameCube game to play. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I don't I don't think you can play it anymore, right? Because there's no there's nobody like doing the doing the yeah. online service. But I, I always wanted to play that too. I don't I don't know I don't know how. My brother played it, but I don't think he had the keyboard. I don't know how expensive those games are, but that was always kind of on my list. But I don't know how much you can really do with it now that there's no that there's no online. I mean, maybe maybe there's still maybe there's probably somebody who's who like the version of it to play. Well, also it would be able to be used with the Wii conceivably. So maybe there's something people did homebrew there. I would love to play Typing in the Dead. That's the only thing I can think of where I would oh, like yeah. need a keyboard. Yeah. I mean, we had uh, they had that at MGC, right? Uh, when, when, maybe not last year, but the, one of the years before yeah, that. Yeah, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. They had it available to play, and I, and I played it. I mean, I played. I it played through it on Dreamcast, like way back in the day, and had a blast. It was it was so fun. Yeah, and I remember it having like some silly some silly words on there and stuff. But yeah, Fantasy Star One and Two is like that one kind of is around like a hundred dollars too. I, I know that there was there was people for a longest for the longest time people like made Mario Kart Double Dash online, but it was but Nintendo never made it online, so it was so it was a homebrew thing. They had the warp pipe as yeah, what it was pipe. called, and also mm-hmm. there were people who made Kirby's Air Ride online because there was a huge like huge cult following for for Kirby's Air Ride. Like people like stand the fuck out of that game. I have it, and I didn't really understand why people liked it, but people loved it. I guess I guess it has like kind of an open world. Or like it, it has an open world aspect to it, and maybe people really like that. But I couldn't really understand. I think it was also anticipated for so long because it was supposed to come out for the sixty four and had some build up around it, and it finally came out on GameCube. Yeah, I just remember IGN giving it a bad score because because you control everything with A, which uh, could be kind of confusing, I guess. The, the, all all this all the moves are are like you know are done with just one button pressed in different ways. Well, I saw we, we are in the year of Kirby, so maybe they'll bring it right back. Yeah, maybe maybe they'll be it's a the part of it in thirtieth anniversary in the, this year. I would I would love. I mean, if they if they re released Kirby's Air Ride with some online capabilities, that'd be great. I'm sure a lot of people would love that. But that's you know. I know we try to keep these episodes evergreen, but there was I did see like a thing on from the official like Kirby account or whatever that it's thirtieth anniversary. There's going to be special Kirby stuff this year. Oh, that's good. We there should be a there should be a Kirby Game and Watch. I would love it. I would probably will be. They should they should do that with with the with the NES Kirby on there. Well, I guess you could do the NES Kirby and the Game Boy one, at least. Both the Game Boy ones, I would hope. Yeah, so I would get that. Make it make it super pink. It'd be the first Kirby thing that I would buy since make it pink and cuddly, and it'll it'll eat you (laughs) when you get it. (laughs) Also, have it be like a little tiny vacuum. Also, it can clean your house. Because I added an alarm on this last one. I can add a vacuum on this one. Let's well, if we're ready to move on, Yeah, uh, my number five most wanted would be the PlayStation 2 game, Mr. Mosquito. Remember when this came out? It was just like, especially like, I think around when, when PS2 came out, is when games started to, it, it, it became more common for weird concepts of games to be made. You know, we we we're one generation out from the first generation of 3d games and developers are starting to get a little comfortable. Now they're like, okay, what kind of unique, strange ideas can we do now that we know 3d a little bit? Oh, let's be a mosquito and you're flying around and you're attacking giant humans and sucking their blood. 
that's Mr. Mosquito. Um, it's a cartoony, silly style game, sort of in the sense of humor of Katamari Damacy and games that would come later. Uh, but you're this cute little mosquito character. That's what you do. You, you fly around, you harass this one family, and you suck their blood. Mm-hmm. And it looks hilarious. It looks really fun and really original. And I've always wanted to give it a try, but I've just never encountered it out there in the wild. And I didn't have a PS2 at the time. And that would be my most wanted PS2 game. Have you guys heard of this game? I've heard yeah. I've heard of it. I feel like it's been there's always been kind of like a urban legend around Mr. Mosquito. I remember maybe either you talking mm-hmm. about it or seeing seeing it elsewhere and was it a released in America or was was it Japanese only or was it just just rare? I don't remember. I, I think it was I think it had a small release in America. I remember seeing it in GamePro. So I see like so a full version selling for it. It must have been in America. Selling for like $400 on here. Yeah, it came out. It came out in the year of our Lord, uh, two thousand two, the official best video game year of all time. So <laughs> that's where I should have mentioned Mister Mosquito on that one. Damn! Actually, I just in doing this research, um, I just found out there was a sequel. There's Mister Mosquito two, so it was popular enough to get a sequel. Should have been called Mister Mosquito two. Missed, missed or, opportunity. Mrs. Mosquito. <laughs> Ms. Ms. Mosquito. Yeah. Yeah. I think the thing that intrigued me about this game so much was the sense of scale which again being the second generation of 3d this was really like the first time you could accomplish something like this where you could be some something really small and encounter these giant characters and i think that game from the videos that i've seen they did a good job of selling that that scale making you feel like you were really tiny so I think that's interesting. And, and the then the sort of stealth element of it was interesting too, because you had to sneak up on these giant characters and suck their blood unnoticed. So it was a really rare, unique mishmash of, of gameplay that they had going on there. And I wanted to give it a try. Still do. And and you have to the idea is to is to save up enough blood so that you can make it through the winter is the idea from, from sucking yep. on people. And that's uh that's pretty that's pretty funny. I like I like that idea. What was it the- seems like a Nintendo game. Like like I don't know if Sony owns it. I don't know who owns it or who made it, but that seems like such a Nintendo idea. They could put I'm it out. Watching the, the video of it there. right now and it was published it's making me itchy. It was published by Square. Oh really? Yeah. By, by Square Enix. Square Enix oh. Europe and Sony Interactive. And I don't know who I don't know who Zoom who the Zoom developer is. Battle. This is this is hilarious. I was trying I to, f- to play this. I was trying to figure out um Mr. Mosquito 2. I think that was I think it was a Japanese only release. Uh, okay. Yeah, but doesn't it look funny? Like it looks like an entertaining game. And I'm just my curiosity is so piqued about this game. I, I want to give it a try. Mr. Mosquito 2, let's go to Hawaii. You can buy it for huh? let's it, go to Hawaii, of course. <laughs> you can buy it for $62 with $20 shipping on uh, eBay. But I think it's a place yeah, it's a Japanese game. So it's all in it's all in Japanese. No no English. But you can figure it out, right? You're just, you're just a. Uh, it has some pretty funny. There's like a picture of a of a lady with a mosquito on her face on the front, and there's also a different cover that has a foot with a with the Japanese lettering on it, which interesting, which you can get for even cheaper. But yeah, there it is, Mr. Mosquito Two, Senior Mosquito. Turns out this company Zoom they made uh, they did make some WiiWare games back in the day. They made Fantastic Tambourine. Fantastic Cube, and they made Phalanx, which I remember the name of that game. But I don't remember what it is. It's P H A L A N X. I thought it was a shooter. 
I thought it was. It is, a, oh yeah, I thought it was a, a shooter. A bullet. Is Phalanx bullet the one on uh, SNES where it's just like the the, the guy, old guy, the old yeah. the old man with the guitar? <laughs> yep, it is. <laughs> is that is that was that what that one is? The old man with the banjo. Yep, that's Phalanx. Mm-hmm. This one. One of the most bizarre covers ever. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But it. But I was right. It's a shooter. Yeah. Yeah. The the, mm-hmm. the the guy with the with the banjo and the spaceship in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I want to try that too. Put that on the list. Yeah, make that some Nintendo Switch Online stuff. Yeah, bring Mr. Mosquito back, guys. Bring it on the Switch. I want to play it. 